Shintani, and welcome to another episode of the Godfather, <laughs> Godfather Minute. Minute. <laughs> it's uh, my name is Alex Robinson, and uh, I'm Andy Robinson. And today we are here to mourn the death of the Godfather. Godfather. <laughs> We're talking about minute one fifty three of the Godfather today. That's right, Alex. Repeat after me: A minuto, a minuto, numero, numero, cento, cento, cinquanta tre. 53. You got it. 53. Minuto numero 53. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's minute 153. That's right. Of The Godfather. Mm-hmm. And uh, here's what happens. The date is July 29th, 1955. The place, a tomato garden in Long Beach, New York. It's the late morning and a small boy named Anthony is playing with his grandfather, Don. The old man has um, turned an orange peel inside out and put it in his mouth making his already intimidating visage downright grotesque. Mm. Once you understand it's a game, Anthony commits to chasing his uh, to chasing the monster around with his pesticide sprayer. The boy's enthusiasm reminds Don of his own firstborn, Santino, with his reckless zeal for life. But it also reminds him of his own childhood, cut sadly short like so many Sicilians then and now. He can barely recall his own father, Antonio Andolini, what would he think of this life his boy carved out for himself in the new world? He remembers his life in New York's Lower East Side, the good old days, as they say in this strange new world. Sally, Fat Clemenza, Jenko, Luca Brazzi, all carving out a life for themselves and their young families. He remembers the pathetic look on that Pezzo Vizante Finucci's face. Imagine your last act on Earth being checking if a light bulb works. Finucci asked Don a question, but the young man's heart was pounding so loud he couldn't or wouldn't hear him. He would become inured to murder to some extent, but his heart always freaked out, like the last embers of the innocent boy Vito Andolini, deep inside of him, always afraid, heart pounding. Vito felt his left arm brush up against one of the thorns on his tomato plants. By the time he recalled that sweet tomato plants don't have any thorns, the shooting pain told him it was something else. He would have Carmela talk with Dr. Taza about it when he got back to town. He couldn't wait to taste the dinner he could smell his mother and Nona already cooking. His father would pick him up, and as Vito put his face against his father's broad shoulders, he could smell the sweat mixed with the aroma of olive oil, and he was home. The end. Well said. Beautiful. That's it. That's great. And then uh, Anthony runs runs home, mm-hmm. runs inside. Mm-hmm. So anything else uh, for the minute? So you're saying he reflected on all that in that last moment. Yeah, it's right? like his life was flashing before yeah. his eyes. And that was the flash. Yeah, that was the flick. He didn't realize that that was the flash mm-hmm. going before his eyes as he took a trip down memory lane. It's really interesting. It makes makes you wonder. We all, every now and then, think of the past and mm-hmm. think of certain memories. Mm-hmm. I wonder if when you are in the process of dying, you that starts to happen, but it feels like you're just remembering like any other time when you're not dying and just having a memory. Right. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. 
But yeah, that's what I that's or what I always picture it being like. I don't know how people know your life flashes before your eyes when you die. Mm. Yeah. Because it seems like anyone who did it, well, I guess those all those people have near death experiences. Yeah, they do die, they see their life flash before their eyes? Who? Or do people who have near death experiences see their life I think flash before I'm their eyes? I'm assuming that that's where that or is it just your near from. life that flashes before your eyes? Since it's only a near death experience. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's what do you think happens when you die? Oh my gosh. Whoa. Uh, I mean, you, you're kind of putting me on the spot. I haven't thought too much about it. I'm, I'm really trying to focus. Oh, um, dude, you're not getting any younger. So I suggest you start thinking about it. I mean, do I'm trying to focus on the moment. On the present. Mm-hmm. I really am. Mm-hmm. Because what did John Lennon say? Imagine. No, about making plans and living in the future. Mm. Give Maybe. peace a chance. No, it was, no, it was a we can work it out. We can work it out. <laughs> All right, Broadway, Broadway, Broadway song. <laughs> yeah, so I I don't know, and I'm not not trying to. I'm not thinking too much about it because I want to live in the present. I want to enjoy every moment. Mm, and be speaking of now. which, I don't mean to make it get too philosophical here, but I've really been trying to focus on listening to you more while we record. Real <laughs> what? Well, because in any ex- we were yeah. talking about this, yeah, and, just, and in yeah. any exchange, mm-hmm. what happens is, is for a lot of the time, you're not really listening. You're you're preparing something else to say. Damn. Yeah, and I'm talking about you. <laughs> you know that's so, so funny because I think that uh, I was spending a lot more time listening to you this episode. I was trying to really focus mm-hmm. on listening. Oh, really? Even though you've done most of the talking. Yeah, well, but then when once easy you start, to, it's easy to say you're a good listener when you when you give a a five minute monologue <laughs> at the beginning of the minute. Alex. I'm listening to myself talk. <laughs> yeah, a whole lot of listening. <laughs> but that's funny though because I really was making an effort to listen to you in this uh, in this this uh, episode. Oh, so. good. Well, I do have a question for you, Alex, and this is I'm glad you you raised the bar or lowered their bar as far as talking about death and afterlife and and this morbid after death and before afterlife. So shouldn't it be called an after death experience? (laughs) Yeah. Well, no, it's during death. Oh, that's true. It's not after death. Yeah, it's death during death. Yeah. Unless you consider death the, the moment. But anyway, what's your question? Our listeners want to know who is the real Alex Robinson? Who is the real Alex Robinson? So, Alex, if If they don't know me by now. If you could choose mm-hmm. how to die, but yeah. these are your only options. Okay. One is you could choose to die like the Don does in this minute, which is he has he's chasing his his grandson around. It seems somewhat pleasant. He's laughing. He's in the sun. He's in his tomato garden. He's Am I the a, same age as the Don? Yes. Okay. And and then you die of a heart attack. Mm-hmm. That's the first choice. Choice B is wild card so you you die how how you will really die in this lifetime so which means you don't know how it's going to be either have to be killed by my grandson with pesticides in a tomato (laughs) garden or take my chances yes in other words was his death pleasant enough 
Is it is it, is it more is it more pleasant than than fifty percent of the ways to die? So are we? Are you assuming in this case? Do I have any of the? Do I have to get shot by the Turk and then have to no 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 through? no just just the death literally scene. just the death? Yeah, I think that's yeah. a very I think that's a great death. Yeah. So you choose that? Yeah, I would. Okay. How I, old is he, Alex? He's like, uh, it, well, it depends. He he's like two, 52, so you ain't got much more time, conciliary. <laughs> don't use a bad choice of words. Uh, I figure I'll be dead before the end of the month. <laughs> um, well, I think it depends because he, um, I think he's in his late 60s. Mm-hmm. Because he was born, it depends. He there's two different years given for his birth date, unfortunately. Oh, that's right. So, so we're not quite sure exactly when. If you split the difference, he would be in his late sixties. So. And only the Japanese knew his true birthday. Mm, that's, that's why true. they bombed Pearl Harbor on that day. Because <laughs> Fredo's the one who told him it was his birthday. <laughs> no, he, he Fredo doesn't know those guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'll take. I'll. Uh, I'll. I'll uh, pick it. Yeah. So you'll pick to die in your 60s, but a pleasant death, rather than take your chances, live a little longer. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I say that now, when yeah. I'm in my early 50s, mm-hmm. but but uh, yeah. So it turns out Salazzo was right, but he was w- way ahead of his time. You know, the, dawn is, slipping. the dawn is dead, and there's nothing you can do to bring him back. Or that you meant the dawn was slipping because he was falling on the ground. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah, whoa. <laughs> he really was a, a fortune teller. <laughs> he wrote for the horoscope.com. <laughs> <laughs> he's, oh, yeah, he's the one who he works for the newspapers, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, That'd be great if, if the Turk was. The Corleone's man on their newspaper payroll. Mm. You know? <laughs> He's pretty good with a typewriter. <laughs> yeah. He did uh, two terms at the uh, Daily at the Daily News. <laughs> <laughs> one in Italy, one here. The Don sounds very um, raspy, like he's been smoking a lot. We never yeah. see the Don smoke. No. But like so. everyone smoked back then. Yeah. So mm. it makes you wonder. Yeah. It makes me wonder. Yeah. I don't even, do we even see him smoke even as a young man? We'll have to keep our eye open for that. Yeah. Don't know. Yeah. I mean, the doctor might have told him, stop smoking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to your voice, man. Stop smoking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Obviously, oh, you were reminding me, I was seeing, but it was Hyman Roth and Godfather 2. says, well, the, doc, the doctors say um, to do this, but uh, what do they know? <laughs> Quit smoking. So the Don dies in this episode, Alex. This is a real milestone. Farewell to Brando. Mm-hmm. So now is Michael officially the Don? Because Don Vito is dead? I wonder. I don't know what the rules are. Does he have to be sworn in? Has he, is he already sworn in? Because, you know, the vice president has to be sworn in to become the president. So mm-hmm. it, I don't know if um, there has to be some kind of formal ceremony. Who becomes the president if the vice president isn't available? I think the Speaker of the House. Oh, Speaker of the House. Yeah. Okay. Because I know nowadays that's why they're saying during the impeachment they were saying, "Oh my gosh, if this ends up with President Pelosi, that would be the that would be the crowning irony if it totally, you know, they're mm-hmm. the most hated enemy." Yeah. Um, do you think this traumatized poor little Anthony? Hmm. Like he, he's literally like, as far as he knows, he literally kills his grandfather <laughs> yeah. before his very eyes. Did you notice that when he when the Don falls? Yeah. And is I think dead. Anthony shoots him one more time with the pesticide. Oh, in the he, face, so they can't have an open <laughs> casket too. Oh. <laughs> I don't want his, I don't want his mother to be able to see him like this. 
they should have done it like uh like that shot of cheech uh, where cheech is in the um with the uh the revolving door oh yeah where where you'd see it from uh the don's point of view and you'd see the screen getting all covered in pesticide and oh, just see anthony's yeah. eye being the last thing before. all distorted <laughs> through the pesticide liquid <laughs> yeah that's great you're spilling it those were his last words <laughs> they may have been his actual last words right or wasn't it uh this is a, this is a new trick yeah a new trick oh, those were his last words <laughs> you're spilling it you're spilling it <laughs> anthony is such a good boy i'm about to die you're spilling it <laughs> clean it up <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess he does have a couple of other last words which are just like oh, oh come on oh, just kind of like grunts and, and, and laughing and stuff but so his actually last clear words were you're spilling you're it. spilling it <laughs> or oh, is that before it's a new trick i think it is before okay yeah but it's fun to say yeah <laughs> you ever think if you okay speaking with the topic of would you if you had to pick your last words right now what would you want your last Whoa, words to be? man this is heavy hey it's the if there's gonna be a dark if there's gonna be a gloomy death focused minute it's this one i would want my last words to be <laughs> still it. no um Go to godfatherminute.com. Wow. No, no. It would they would be right before you jumped off the building. Go to godfatherminute.com. No, I would do it while I was falling. <laughs> <laughs> What did he say? What did he the say? Uh, Doppler effect. People would not be able to understand <laughs> what you were saying. Dot com. <laughs> that would get louder because people would be on the ground. Well, yeah, it depends on where they were oh, relative to you. They were in the middle, on yeah. the middle floors of the skyscraper. <laughs> no, I think I'd want my last words to be something like, uh, I, I will haunt you. Ooh. I want my last words to be, the treasure is buried. Uh. <laughs> well, where is it? <laughs> pop, pop. Where is it? I'm smacking you. <laughs> yeah, I definitely want to end it on Alex! a <laughs> Definitely want to end it on a cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah. What, uh, let's see. There's some other good ones. Like, Alex, so you're holding me while I'm dying. Alex. Keep the only way I'm going to be holding you when you die is my hands are in your neck. Alex! <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say, keep, I would say it in this voice too. Alex, keep the friends close and your enemies, your enemies. Where, Pop? Where do I keep my enemies? You all right? Papa! <laughs> That's what Anthony should have done. Graham, Papa! <laughs> Maybe he did because we we just couldn't understand him. <laughs> so uh, yeah, the Don falls down, breaks some of his tomato plants. Mm-hmm. It's a touching scene. It's it a is touching, a touching end. scene. Yeah. Well, I've got some stuff in the book, Alex. You can understand why actors must like doing death scenes because it's I guess it's inherently dramatic. Yeah. And we all, despite what you say, we all think about death all the time. So it like you know. <sighs> Poor choice of words. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. still, but, so but, I, but I would think it would also be hard as an actor because I think it's easy to exaggerate, right? Well, I, di- I, dying is easy. Comedy is hard. 
That's the, those are your last words. Those are my last words. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you really picked a tall building to go. To. <laughs> Great. Uh, so what, what does the book have to say about the death of the Don? Okay, well, The Don's dear the book, death. Alex, the book is different than the movie. The book is different than the movie. The book is different. The book is different. The book is different than the movie. Yeah. So one difference is that Anthony is not in the garden. He doesn't have any of this interaction. So I think like you pointed out last week, they did this impromptu, right? Yeah. The filming of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they hadn't planned on doing it. Right. So let's see. Puzo writes, page 407. Quite suddenly, so the Don is in the garden. Quite suddenly, it felt as if the sun had come down very close to the Don's head. Hmm. The air filled with dancing golden specks. Michael's oldest boy came running through the garden toward where the Don knelt, and the boy was enveloped by a yellow shield of blinding light. Hmm. But the Don was not to be tricked. He was too old a hand. Death hid behind that flaming yellow shield, ready to pounce out on him, and the Don, with a wave of his hand, warned the boy away from his presence. Just in time. Hmm. The sledgehammer blow inside his chest made him choke for air. The Don pitched forward into the earth. Goodbye, funny man. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Anthony's not there. Um, and then in this, the Don, Don sees death coming, hidden or disguised as light. Mm-hmm. And then I interpret this as Anthony gets close and the Don doesn't want any harm to come to Anthony. So he, he waves Anthony away. Yeah, that makes sense. Right? Yeah. Yeah, the Don, with a wave of his hand, warned the boy away from his presence just in time. What does um, that mean? Just because otherwise he would have fallen over on him? or? Well, I think this is kind of a superstition, superstitious religious thing. He, he believes death is about to take him and he doesn't he he warns anthony away because he doesn't want death to either either take anthony or take them both hmm. that's my interpretation of this so i guess theoretically the don in his death could have fallen over and crushed anthony and then death would have got a twofer yeah that too or death you know through some other way just would have taken anthony like a like a safe fell on him or something <laughs> there have to be some some real world way that he would die yeah not like it's not like a maybe you know maybe oh the don probably waved him away from the spot where he was standing where anthony was standing because he saw this this speck up in the sky falling go to god landed right there damn podcasters you're killing everybody uh so um while you were speaking and i was not listening i um I looked up whether or not Mario Puzo, Mario Puzo, 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 that he, um, uh, he's describing the heart attack here. And it made me wonder yeah. if Mario Puzo, uh, had had a heart attack at that, by that point. Mm. So he was like putting it in from personal memory, but I couldn't find any information about it, but he ultimately does die of a heart attack in real life. Mm. And, uh, do you know what, uh, Puzo means in Italian? 
Well, our Latin scholar Peter Carucci went through a bit of that. It can mean well. It can mean it can mean put. Mm. It can mean uh, like a stench, a bad smell. Well, uh, let me let me correct. Um, in the word uh, P-U-S-O, mm. puso, yeah, means heart. Oh, isn't that weird? Oh, interesting. Yeah. Wow. Um, Fascinating. Puso means heart. So uh, just a sidetrack here for a second. I went to the drive-in this past weekend mm-hmm. and um, to see the movie Jaws. Oh, I thought you, I thought you meant a drive-through, like a fast food <laughs> thing. Yeah, we went there to watch a movie they play while, yeah. you're, while you're waiting for your... No, so we went to go yeah. see Jaws. You were the guy holding up the line in front of us? <laughs> I wanted to see how it ended. Uh, uh, uh. Anyway, um, and, that's uh, fun. Um the uh if you recall part of the movie has to do with uh the mayor wants to open the beaches even though there's yeah. an emergency going on mm-hmm. and and so on and and i was wondering like did the people who organized the uh movie um do that on purpose is this like a commentary on today's times that they're putting in a, a movie about oh you know what i mean like yeah, the, the, about yeah. the government not <clears throat> wanting to protect uh, to protect business over uh, health yeah and um weirdly <laughs> do you know what the uh what the name? outcome is jaws comes and kills people no do you know what the italian word for jaws is <gasps> buzo fauci get out of here it totally is oh. <laughs> wow well clarify that for people who may not know who that is yeah in the few uh, dr fauci is currently the most uh, the the i guess the authority on the coronavirus policy or at least i haven't yeah. seen him for a while he's but he was for of, a while <laughs> he's the head of infectious disease research yeah. and public policy in america yeah it's stuff like that wow. that makes me feel like we are in a simulation. Yes. Jaws. <laughs> Even his name tries to scare people back into self-quarantine. <laughs> I think he's going to appear on his next press conference with an orange in his mouth. <laughs> and everyone will be all scared. <laughs> like, I need trick. <laughs> or, he, or he's wearing a, a coronavirus mask. Mm-hmm. And then he removes it and underneath it he's got an orange in his mouth or that's on his next press conference he'd be like we found a new unprecedented way of stopping the virus you're simply from the orange in your mouth and you can't get <laughs> from reporters ah! uh-huh. oh and he's also and, he, and he's also and there's a secondary help you can disinfect your house with this sprayer and he pulls up the old school sprayer <laughs> Oh, man. Wow, I think you're right. It's all connected. Yeah. That's crazy. Puzo means heart. And Fauci means Jaws. (laughs) (laughs) Jaws was the threat no one believed in. Yeah. No one took seriously. Wow. Well, I got one more section from the book, Alex. What else you got to tell me It's a little bit of follow-up, immediate follow-up after the Don's death that you don't see in the movie. Hmm. This this minute does end literally with Anthony running in the house, so it really ends perfectly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And here we go. P- um, Puzo writes, the boy, ra- this is Anthony, the boy raced away to call his father, his but father. But he's not called Anthony in the book, right? He's, they just call him. That's the correct. Boy. He just says the boy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The boy raced away to call his father, his father. Michael Corleone and some men at the, at the mall gate ran to the garden and found the Don lying prone, clutching handfuls of earth. They lifted the Don up and carried him to the shade of his stone flagged patio. Michael knelt beside his father, his father, holding his hand, while the other men called for an ambulance and doctor. With a great effort, the Don opened his eyes. Mm. Oh, still alive. Oh, he's still alive. 
Six quarts and he's still alive. <laughs> yeah. 300 parts per million and he's still alive. <laughs> PPM. With, PPM. <laughs> with a great effort, the Don opened his eyes to see his son once more. <gasps> the massive heart attack had turned his ruddy face almost blue. He was in extremis. He smelled the garden. The yellow shield of light smote his eyes, and he whispered, Life is so beautiful. He was spared the sight of his women's women's tears, dying before they came back from church, dying before the ambulance arrived or the doctor. He died surrounded by men, holding Mm. the hand of the son he had most loved. Ooh, he most loved him. Wow. So that's, Life is I beautiful. forgot how significant that that uh, epilogue to his death was. Yeah. He speaks. He's with Michael. He he recognizes that he loved Michael the most. Do you think that he um, should they have had him say, "Life is beautiful"? And it's kind of cliched, but is it was it cliched in nineteen sixty eight nine whenever this was written? Mm, yeah. Now people would think he was referring to the movie "Life Is Beautiful." Yeah. Do you think I? If I were Putsu, I would have had him say, Life is so beautiful, and I love you the most because you went to fight the people that bombed America on my birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Paul, do you know it was your birthday? <laughs> Michael! Michael! <laughs> was it Fredo? No, that was the Don. Oh, that was... <laughs> yeah. Screaming because he he realizes he he's losing Michael to the life that he did not want for mm, him. There wasn't enough time. Yeah, you got I tried to else? make. I tried to put some seasoning in your salad, but there wasn't enough time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I tried to be the uh, the uh, sage and share my <laughs> wisdom with you. There wasn't enough time. <laughs> Um, I was Any other uh, salad joke? His life is beautiful. There was something else I was going to say about his last words or something like that. But life is so beautiful. Mm. He was clutching handfuls of earth. He died among men. Died among men. Oh yeah, he died. He died. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I'm going to forget it later on when uh, we talk about Beatles songs. But uh, this would be like I want to hold your hand. Oh, oh life is so beautiful. And I love you the most. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Alex, this might be the last of our five-star minutes Are you because the Don is dead. Are you ready to rate it? I Well, we can still rate stuff five stars. Well, without Brando? Come on. Well, Give I it your think, best shot. I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised that some future minutes will continue to get five. What? what? You're talking about in GF1? Not, GF- that's what I was going to say. My last words would have been of... Make sure your friends overestimate your kindness and your enemies <laughs> underestimate your nerve. Somebody, uh, Tom, write that down. We're going to have to decipher that later. <laughs> I think he's delirious. <laughs> I think he wants us to make the deal with Barzani. Is that what that means? <laughs> they all try to analyze it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Does that mean we bring Fredo back and don't step him over? <laughs> and they think the Don's dead. He goes, no, that's not what I meant. Come on, I mean, estimate, overestimate your enemies' kindnesses. <laughs> that would be the worst thing is when you're dying and you're, you just want to, like, let go and, and, and relax. And then you just still have to keep telling everyone what they should be doing. You think someone else would be handling that by now when you're actually on your deathbed. Like, oh, everything around here. <laughs> Even when I'm dying, I can't be careless. 
<laughs> what did I teach you, Michael? Uh, you said uh, children cannot be careless, but men and women. No, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Is that the universal death sound? Yeah, and his tongue sticks out to the side. <laughs> Sounds like Lucy is dying. <laughs> hey, Lucy. <laughs> And for my last words, are you going to announce through your last words, Alex? (laughs) And for my last words, watch out for the the Zaza. Someone's going to come to you and and, and present you with an award in honor of a radio inventor. At that meeting, you'll be assassinated. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and they think that uh, they think that him going, ah, it was him. Just dying, yeah. his last dying sound. But he was that, his last. He was really trying to say Zaza yeah. to warn them who it would be. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he really had a, a feel for the way business would play out. Yeah, because that wouldn't be what another 20, 20? 25 years. Well, no, not that long. Well, oh, maybe, yeah. Well, when does when does GF three start? Twenty years from now? I, yeah, I thought it was like in the at least in the seventies. Hmm. I think it's in the. Oh yeah, you know what? We'll ask. ask we'll we'll answer, answer when we do GF three. <laughs> All right, let's rate this sucker. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, you really have to think about it, huh? I had to think about it. Yeah. Okay, here we yeah. go. One, two, three, four, five. Congratulations, Marlon Brando. You did it. You got through the movie. It took you 153 minutes. But now you're you're free. And he won the Oscar. And he and he won the Oscar with the fewest minutes. Does he still have that record? I wonder. Wasn't that you brought that up years ago? Uh, fewest was minutes, one hundred fifty-three minutes already. <laughs> yeah, but he was only in and well, like nine yeah. of them or something. Yeah, so very low number. Yeah, it's really fascinating when you look at those kind of statistics because I remember we did that with Star Wars. Some crazy person actually went and said, "How many minutes of screen time does Lando Calrissian have? Whoa. How many ton minutes of screen time does Han Solo have?" And, wow. And they're all a lot lower than you would think. Yeah. So mm. uh, it's mm. funny. Yeah. So anyway. Interesting. Yeah. So I guess that'll wrap up this uh, particular minute. Mm-hmm. Minute 153. Now from now on, um, the Don is semi-retired and now he is completely dead. Sonny, dead. The Turk, dead. McCluskey, dead. Don Vito, dead. Fredo, stepped over. <laughs> Luca, dead. Pauly, dead. That might be it, right? Cannoli, forgotten. <laughs> the gun, left. <laughs> Kids, backed out over. <laughs> watched or watched, watched out for, right? Six shots, still alive. <laughs> <laughs> are these, these are hashtags that were coming up with? <laughs> Hashtag <stickers>? still alive. <laughs> Hashtag still alive. <laughs> That maybe we'll do that for our bonus content. We'll come up with a hashtag for each minute. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right then. So, um, I, I don't know what until uh, next until week. next time. You're still in it.